0: Arthur stood on a small hill that overlooked the ridgeline into an enemy camp. At that moment, he unleashed a rain of lead, and the Japanese soldiers did not know how the Americans could be causing so much chaos and destruction. But it wasn't one American, it was um, one American, who'd later be called the One Man Army. Of the 57th Infantry during World War II, an infiltration behind enemy lines sent to the Philippines in 1941, it didn't take long before arthur was promoted to the rank of captain of the filipino scouts as the much larger japanese forces advanced he launched an offensive attack against the main mission and was c- reconnaissance and infiltration behind enemy lines being to the philippines in 1941 for the japanese army in 1942 with the japanese launched an offensive attack lost but we're. Beside his thoughts as he grabbed his Bradley Thompson submachine gun and, 40 and two 45 caliber pistols and as many grenades as he could carry. And covered his helmet in dirt and camouflage with foliage and snuck across enemy lines and hid in dense jungle. He waited for a Japanese patrol to pass by. Eventually, a heavily armed squad passed by, still well hidden, that one of the soldiers almost stepped on him. The enemy squad was heading towards the Allied where he knew that if he stayed with the squad, he would be able to surprise them from behind. Once they were engaged with the Allied forces, the last Japanese soldiers passed. He jumped to the end of the line and was following Japanese soldiers as if he were one of their own. When they proceeded through miles through the dark jungle jungle into the Japanese, unaware that he had infiltrated their ranks. Japanese got closer to his camp where the rest of the division was waiting. He did not waste time. He decided he would get out of the way. Crossfire. He did not want to get caught in the crossfire from his own soldiers, so he decided it was time to get away, but not before causing a little chaos. As he pretended to grab one of the man for support, where he was perfectly stumbled, pretending to grab onto the man for support, he handed him a live grenade and dove into the protective jungle. All of a sudden, the grenade went off, taking the few soldiers with it, and more importantly, the explosion gave away the position of the Japanese squad. The Filipino scouts, with the help of Arthur from behind, made quick work of the enemy troops. It was acts of courage and destruction like this that gave him the the name rightfully deserved the one-man army, though often he went by himself. Though often he went by himself, he often worked with his close friend and brother-in-arms, Jock. Jock was a massive 6'4", 220 pound Filipino scout that had fought together and they became quick friends who always had each other's back. Arthur liked to work alone, but Jack was adamant, and he got his captain in his back whenever he volunteered for a dangerous mission. Jock saved his life in more than one occasion, but the most notable time, it happened on a mission to uncover a Japanese tap into the Allied communication systems. This mission was so astounding it would end up in wartime gun packages back in the United States. As it it became obvious that the Japanese were able to tap into the Allied communications lines. They seemed to know too much about Allied movement and planned the commander's ask and plans. The commanders asked for volunteers to scout the wires along the front lines to find and disrupt the Japanese wiretap. Arthur was the first to volunteer. Jock immediately stepped forward to join his captain. They set out to gather together to locate and dismantle the deadly problem. The two men made their way through the damp jungle. They had to dodge poisonous snakes, deadly spiders, and the watchful eye of Japanese snipers. They searched and searched for the wiretap and came up empty-handed. Arthur and Jock started to make their way back to the allied fencing position. On the return journey, Arthur got tangled in what seemed like a vine at first and tripped and landed in the mud. As he went to cut him, he noticed that it wasn't a vine at all. It was the wire. Arthur and jo- Jack. Jock followed the wire. Suddenly, Arthur fell into a camouflage ditch, landing directly on top of a shocked Japanese soldier. He threw... Who was tapped into the Allied transmission, where he pushed off the enemy soldier and drew his pistol like a cowboy in an old Western movie. He fired until a Japanese soldier. He fired at the Japanese soldier who was too slow to draw his hammer. He slowly made its way to the recording equipment to get a better look at the Japanese he taps into the, how the Japanese had tapped into the Allied communications. He was so fascinated by the technology he did not notice the other Japanese soldier who had crept up on him from behind. The sound of the branch snapping behind him got his attention where he spun around, but this time he drew his gun too slowly, for the Japanese soldiers plunged his bayonet to his arm. The rusty metal scraped along his bone and pinned him to the wall, where he knew that only one man could save him. He called out for Jack, and he jumped around and he jumped down. Two more Japanese soldiers down here, he said. Jock, without hesitation, jumped down to go save his brother in arm. He launched his huge body on the first assailant, then used the butt of his rifle to knock him unconscious, then turned to the second in one t- to shove them away from it. and I shot the remaining Japanese soldiers. After the threat had been dealt with, Jack ran over to where Arthur was to attend to his captain and nearly passed out from the pain in his arm and blood loss the bandage, and he threw him over his soldier and carried him back to the Allied base. If it weren't for Jock, the one-man army may have died in that Japanese ditch. This is the story of the one-man army of Arthur.